When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hello and welcome to the Bet to Sup podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Bet to Sup podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news explained by your two funniest friends. Which is us. Today we're talking about... Toilets. The House Judiciary Committee. And a new abortion law. Oh, I bet it's great. Let's get into it. Betches Media presents. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. Do you like beer, Senator, or not? Uh, my party is going bat crazy. Ah! You're the pop- it- Alternative facts. Oh, goodness. The Betches Sup Podcast. America! All right, but before we actually get into the news, I need to let you guys know that Betches is putting out its first ever scripted comedy series. That's right. Betches Media is excited to present Under the Influence, a story of social media addiction through the intertwined lives of eight influencers brought together by Influencers Anonymous. Armed with only their tiny blue check marks and tons of self-delusion, each influencer becomes the center of their own episode, revealing their backstory and what's really behind a very popular Instagram handle. I've already seen the trailer they've been doing. Amazing clips on uh, on Insta stories on the Betches account, introducing you to all the different characters. The cast is incredible. You got Fat Carrie Bradshaw, our beloved Chris Burns, Madeline DeFries, who I actually know from back in the day, back at Oakton High School, killing it in this series. She's wonderful. So many talented people. So you can watch by heading over to the Betches YouTube account, subscribing and hitting the notification bell so you'll know when new episodes drop every week. And the first episode drops tomorrow. That's December 10th, 2019. So head over to the Betches YouTube account and watch Under the Influence. Guys, before we got on air, Brian and I were talking about how this time next year, we will know the results of the election. Mm -hmm. Like, we'll know if we have a new president or not. We'll know who that new president is. We'll know basically if Trump has accepted the results of that or if he's... (sighs) taken up arms (laughs) against the government i was i was eating lunch and i was watching the current um house judiciary judiciary committee uh you know impeachment hearing and i was like i'm over this this like (laughs) like just like not like this specifically just like everything yeah not like (laughs) like oh i'm over him being impeached i'm just like i'm over this phase yeah I'm convinced. Yeah. I get you guys have to do whatever uh-huh. it is that you're doing, but like, yeah. Tell talk to me when we're voting on the articles of impeachment yeah. at this point. Exactly. I'm yeah. ready for a. Um, I think Christmas will will rejuvenate me. So yeah. I'm, I'm I'm just trying to make it to Christmas. Yeah. Well, the Senate hearings are going to be a whole other ball game. It's true. And that that's going to be uh, if these past couple weeks have been crazy town. Mm-hmm. That's going to be real, real crazy town. Yeah. That's going to be. 
busy town. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brian. Uh, yes. We are both, what's getting us through the week are two clips from the same interview, which yeah. I think is really special. Why don't you go first? Okay. I will tell you what's, what's getting me through the week from the same interview yeah. that is what's getting you through the week. Yes. Perfect. Okay. Um, so guys, what's getting me through the week in Trump's America. Um, he- here's the thing. You might think that President Trump might be distracted because he's being impeached and every day he mm-hmm. lives in sort of like this nightmare of his own making. People were laughing at him at Pe- NATO. People made fun of him. All of his friends hate him. Mm-hmm. Um, he might be having some kind of a medical crisis. Like <laughs> You would think that he would be distracted, but he is not. Our president is laser focused <laughs> on the important issues <laughs> of today, mainly toilets. Mm-hmm. Um, President Trump gave a speech the other day, gave a little interview where he discussed the current state of Americans' toilets. And um, let's just let's just give it a listen. We have a situation where we're looking very strongly at sinks and showers and other elements of bathrooms where uh, you turn the faucet on in areas where there's tremendous amounts of water, where the water rushes out to sea because you could never handle it. And you don't get any water. You turn on the faucet, you don't get any water. They take a shower and water comes dripping out. It's dripping out, very quietly dripping out. People are flushing toilets 10 times, 15 times, (laughs) as opposed to once. They end up using more water. So EPA is looking at that very strongly. 10 to 15 flushes. (laughs) Everyone. I just love that. Donald Trump is the type of person who is clearly clogging toilets everywhere he goes. And he's like, the problem is the toilets. I'm so <laughs> confused about this. I it's, mean, I mean, there's no way not to get scatological, but there's no way that Donald Trump has taken a normal shit since 1985. <laughs> like there's just no, there's I just no think earthly like, way. I've no, if I am flushing a toilet and it does not flush on the first attempt, maybe I try twice. Yeah. I'm like, if there's a third time, like, oh, there must be something clearly wrong with my toilet. Yeah. Specifically to me in this moment. I can just imagine Trump just like pounding the flush <laughs> on a toilet that's just like raising water. He's making it worse yeah, and worse. It's d- like you have to like. He doesn't understand that there's like a reset time. Yeah. For the toilet. Yeah. No, of course not. And I'm sure here's what I'll here's what I'll say for the president is that I'm sure that the White House toilets are old. Mm-hmm. You know what I will say is that I'm I- not flushing my toilet 15 times. I would not be surprised if they had some plumbing issues there yeah. because, you know, it is a, a very old home. Yeah. And one mm-hmm. of the people who's using it is a really old man who only eats Madrona's fish fillet. Yeah. And I imagine that they're at capacity with that <laughs> situation. Oh, God. He's probably one of those people that just like constantly smells. Like, you oh, know what I mean? Of like, course. The, the stuff that he puts in his body is so toxic that it's just like. Oh, he, he absolutely smells really bad. It's really, really a shame. There's no way. I can't wait to see what he does to know, you know, make sure that there's clean water in Flint. Right. And, uh, you know, these Native American um, reservations all have good drinking water. Yeah, I'm sure that he's focused on that. No, Mm -hmm. he's just like, my toilet's broken. (laughs) I keep breaking the toilet. And how come none of them are gold? Yeah, exactly. He's just like, what what happened to toilets? (laughs) (laughs) In my day, they were all gold. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, man. Maybe it's your own health and wellness that is the problem here, but... Like, I don't know. Maybe we should get you on some vitamins. Activia. Mm-hmm. Activia can help you here. Oh Jamie my God. Lee Curtis. 
We'll Jamie send Lee Curtis some. is out here standing for Activia and he's not even paying attention to what the work that she's doing. Outrageous. He needs more fiber in his diet. Brian. Yes. What part of this interview stuck out to you? So he has some personal issues with, um, you know, technology mm-hmm. and electricity. And, you know, I just want to play the clip and let him speak for himself. So eloquent. And we're doing other things. The light bulb. Uh, they got rid of the uh, light bulb that people got used to. The new bulb is many times more expensive. And I hate to say it, it doesn't make you look as good. Of course, being a vain person, that's very important to me. Uh, it's oh. like, uh, it gives you an orange look. I don't want an orange look. <laughs> Have, has anyone noticed that? <laughs> so we'll have to change those bulbs at at least a couple of rooms where I am in the White House. <laughs> you know what recently came out? Like the shade of makeup he wears? And mm-hmm. it, I forget specifically the name, but it does indeed have the word orange, orange in it in it yeah it was like it's like bronx colors oh, yeah. orange mm-hmm. found burnt orange or something yeah so he uses makeup that says orange on it and then gets mad when people say he looks orange i, He's a- I feel like was he trying i think he was trying to be funny i don't know i it's hard to tell because you can't He's not, I don't peg him as a very self-aware person. I'm just ready for him to come out and be like, fuck this Thomas Edison guy. He wasn't yeah. that smart. I love, I love that like, these are the things that concern him. I know. Or, like, I feel like I look like shit in these light bulbs. They don't look as good. I don't look, I usually look amazing, <laughs> but with these light bulbs, like I'm having a problem. I've, I'm flushing the toilet 15 times. There must, toilets across the globe are mm-hmm. broken. <laughs> like, and so he says he's asked the EPA to look into both yeah. of these issues. It's like, bitch, you're being impeached. I know. Also, like, you hired a coal lobbyist to run the EPA. Yeah. Um, he probably, he knows? probably will look into these because you know he's not going to do the things that matter. Yeah, that's also true. Actually, yeah. the EPA probably will get a handle on this because otherwise they're not really allowed to like do anything else. There's going to be a new law where every light bulb is blue daylight. Honestly, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't oppose a law that's like, it's illegal to have bad lighting. <laughs> I guess if that's where we're going, okay. I know, I know. You know? You know, I you would know love what people for, want. Yeah, the lighting on the subway, really bad. Truthfully. Maybe let's work on that. Yeah. I mean, there are a couple other things I want to happen to the subway first, but <laughs> at the bottom of that list, maybe we can change the lighting in the subway. Because sometimes I show up and I think I look cute, and then I try to check my makeup on the train, and I look like a Frankenstein monster. Mm-hmm. Anyway... These are the pressing issues of the day. Um, The president laser focused on toilets and light bulbs and and all those things. The things that matter. Hey, American Fever Dream listeners. I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. Whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of the things I like to buy on Etsy have little dachshunds on them or are four dachshunds. Dottie's got a whole litany of new sweaters and harnesses and all kinds of fun stuff that we get lots of compliments on when we're out on walks. 
A gifting moment is always just around the corner. Whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Main Speaking news? of things that matter, yes, let's get into the main news. Um, today, the House Judiciary Committee will and is uh, hearing evidence from lawyers of both parties as to whether or not President Trump committed impeachable offenses. So I guess last time the lawyers were kind of laying out their argument. This time they're actually physically presenting the evidence. Mm-hmm. Um This comes after the committee released its report on the constitutional grounds for presidential impeachment. So this is different from the 300 page report that the Intelligence Committee put out, which laid out all the evidence that Trump had abused his power. Now, this one, this one's only 55 pages. so It's Mm -hmm. a little shorter. And this one comes in and is basically the argument for how under the Constitution and other precedents, impeachment can actually come about. So if, if the first report is what Trump did, the second explains why it's impeachable under the Constitution. Yeah, so it basically... It interprets the definitions of the impeachable offenses, treason, bribery, high crimes and misdemeanors, and considers how the president's behavior has fallen into any of them. Check, check, check. I'd say (laughs) treason, Um, bribery, crimes and misdemeanors. It also talks about the fact that, you know, the, the, the president does not need to commit a crime to be impeached, which, you know... Part in part relies or largely on a significant 1974 report into the constitutional grounds for impeaching Richard Nixon. Yeah, so because, basically, yeah, it's like high crimes and misdemeanors, but that doesn't necessarily mean like a, a criminal a, crime. A criminal crime. It's, it's about like, I mean, one of the things that they laid out a lot in these hearings is it's about not trying to make let someone become a king. It's about yes. respect for the office. Mm-hmm. It's about like upholding your oath of office. So there are ways that he could not uphold the oath of office. He could be a terrible president and stuff, but he hasn't actually committed a crime, which is, it's an important thing. I mean, I think he's also think committed, he's committed crimes, crimes yeah. which is, uh, you know, good, good for us. But Republicans, you know, a lot of what they're saying is like, they're trying to make this argument, like, is it impeachable? Mm-hmm. And they often try to use the language of the courtroom yeah. to try to make it seem like the impeachment hearings are not being like done up to snuff. But yeah. this is not a legal proceeding or it's not, I mean, it's a type of legal proceeding, but it is not the same thing as a court case. Yeah. And a lot of times they're like, beyond a reasonable doubt, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's not actually what we're doing. Here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is an important thing to I mean, think about. There's still a, a lot of the cases they are under oath. I think in almost every case that yeah. the witnesses have been under oath. So if they lie under oath, then that is a, a crime. Yeah. Um, but the House, so basically they made this in 1974, um, as I said. But what's fun about this is that one of the young attorneys who wrote that, that staff report was indeed... Hillary Rodham Clinton. 26 years 26 old. 26 year old Hillary Working Clinton. Hillary Rodham. Impeaching the president. Another fun fact is that that repeat report would later be used to justify the impeachment of Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. So you just, you know, you never know where your life's going to go. Wow. <laughs> one, day, one day you're working on a staff report to impeach Nixon. The next thing you know, your first lady, your husband's 
up to no uh-huh. good. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's being impeached using the same report. Then you're maybe the president, but mm-hmm. that uh, this horrible monster wins. Yeah. But then your report comes back. You just never know what road life's going to take you down. She was on Howard Stern. And I listened to like the first half of it. I'm going to finish it. But I'm like really enjoying it. Um, I heard what's interesting to me is like I feel like the really viral clip from that interview was one of her talking about how Bernie hurt her chances and a lot of people were unhappy about that clip so that was the only thing that I saw but then other people who were who watched the whole interview who I talked to like you and a couple other people said the interview on the whole was really good yeah that moment People had problems with that moment, which I do understand. It was just like, I don't know. She seems like very normal and like cool. And I found out a lot of things about her I didn't know. I didn't know that she was the one who like went up to Bill Clinton first. Because apparently he kept staring at her in the library. Mm-hmm. And she's like, so are you just going to keep staring at me? Or are you going to say something? Oh, basically. I love that. And he's like, okay, I'll say something. And then their first date, which is interesting. So this is such a tangent, mm-hmm. but whatever. They went to go to a museum. The museum was closed or something. They like, or something. They wanted to go see something. Yeah, I think it was a museum. And so Bill left and was like, give me one second, found the janitor and then came back. He's like, okay, he's going to let us in. We just have to pick up all the trash. (laughs) And then they went in. Oh my God. Isn't that so sweet? It's like a Hallmark movie. Anyways. That's really cute. Yeah. I I wish Bill could have maintained some of that energy. Well, he was a very like, I mean, like he was a very charismatic person as well as like, and she talked, they talk about that too. How like a lot of the presidents now have to be able to like be charismatic and cool as well as like yeah. you know smart and like a good president which you know but also some presidents don't have to be either as we get yeah <laughs> some of them can be like like really disturbing to watch uh-huh. and kind of the stupidest person in the world <laughs> yeah well that was like one of the you whole- know what some people find trump charismatic yeah that's true some people and like he, really I think do he used to be legitimately charismatic i the thing went but when, when trump came along I just couldn't. I just thought no one would take him seriously because of the way he looks. But yeah. like no one, no one cares that he looks like a crazy monster all the time. So I guess some people think it looks good, man. I have no which is idea. So crazy to me. But there's, there's just thirty percent. That thirty percent that is his base. That I just we're just not operating with the same set of facts. I don't know uh-huh. what's going on, but because really I don't find him funny charismatic anything at all Mm -hmm. at this point Mm -hmm. but there are definitely people who do and there are members of my family who love his like the way he talks and i'm like i can't even understand what Mm -hmm. he's talking about i know well that's like with those like those two clips we were just listening to the light bulbs i read the transcripts of them first and i was like what the fuck is he even saying oh reading a transcript of a trump speech is a mad lib it is like you can't they make no sense i wish that we could only read his his words and not like have to see him or hear him because otherwise people would be like this doesn't make yeah this sad yeah like people left out parts of the sentence he's like one of those like people that bullshit like you know group projects like or like present like presentations he's just like bullshit at the entire time yes which she is i think yeah oh um, yeah he's bullshitting the group presentation that is america right yeah. now <laughs> so the white house last week they declined to participate in this week's hearings um likely hedging its bets in the senate where it has where they have more friends yeah um, i think that they might actually come out it's looking like they might actually come out swinging in these senate investigations and actually participate in mm-hmm. those because it's gop controlled so they well, feel like they well, have a a grasp on that narrative. Something interesting I, I, I saw over the weekend was that one of the Democratic senators, I believe it was Chris Murphy, 
He said that he's to- he's spoken to some Republican colleagues who are considering voting for impeachment, which was new news. Yeah, I mean, I just can't even open my heart. Honestly, I cannot open my heart to the possibility that the Senate will impeach him. I no. would love it, but it's like I can't allow that. I, I can't allow that in. I, I basically resigned to the yeah. the fact that we're just going to have to vote him out in November. It's self-care for me to mm-hmm. pretend like there's no way that he could be impeached in the Senate, even when news comes out that's like, oh, maybe this person will do it. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I can't. I know. I can't let that into my soul. Um, so by the end of this week, we could see committee vote that would send articles of impeachment to a full house vote. Um, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. It's likely to be partisan again. There may be like one or two Democrats who will vote with the Republicans. I'm sure Justin Amash will vote with the Democrats. Who's, he was a Republican. Now he's an independent. So, um, it's still up in the air whether or not they're going to include elements of the Russia report in the final articles. Um, most like specifically likely would be the 10 instances of obstruction of justice that Robert Mueller outlined. Yeah. Um, and the reason that they're not sure or not is because we know that 70% of Americans think Trump's actions with Ukraine were inappropriate. And a lot of like moderate Democrats did not call for his impeachment after the Mueller report. However, a lot of, you know, other Democrats did call for his impeachment after the Mueller report. So yeah. they're the ones that are saying like, well, we said that what, what he did before was impeachable. I think we should be able to vote on it because yeah. you don't have to vote. You don't have to, you can say no to certain elements of impeachment and yes, yes. to certain ones. So like say like, you know, briberies in there and obstruction of justice. Like one person may perhaps not vote for bribery, but report for uh, vote yeah. for obstruction of justice. I would personally vote a straight ticket impeachment Mm. but you can pick and choose Mm -hmm. i think that the fear from like the moderate edge is that they're worried because because we know that so many americans think that trump's behavior in ukraine is wrong they're like why should we muddle it with Mueller report stuff where like that consensus is not there for the Mueller report stuff i mean i always go back and forth about like but he did it and he should he should be held accountable for that stuff or being the pragmatic nancy pelosi mind being like yeah, but the po- the politics of the Mueller report are so different than the politics of yeah. this Ukraine thing. It's like, why put them together? So I yeah. see both sides there. Yeah, totally. Um, Republicans on the defense. Yes. We all know your hair and skin can sway your mood and impact your day in ways you can't underestimate. Sometimes what starts as a bad hair day quickly turns into a bad everything else day. I'd never found beauty products that really understood my needs, but ever since I switched to custom hair and skin routine with pros, I've noticed so many benefits. Healthier hair and skin, yes, but beyond that too. Since I started using pros, I've noticed consistently healthy hair. Even with all I put it through with the heat tools and the hairsprays to get this pompadour sky high, it smells great, it looks fancy on the shelf, and I like that it has my name right on it. This formula is made for V. Pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. From millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely yours or mine. And Pros isn't just better for you, it's better for the planet. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. 
They even have a review and refine tool, which learns from my feedback and adjusts my formula to keep up with the seasons and changes in my life. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin that they're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription at pros.com slash fever dream. So get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash fever dream. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash fever dream. You know, we haven't had an opportunity to say this in a while, so I'm really excited to say it now. Um, mm-hmm. Fuck Ted Cruz. Yeah, there you go. He's been he's been laying low, mm-hmm. uh, but but he still sucks, and uh-huh. and he hasn't changed. He still has the beard, which yes. is horrifying. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Um, and Cruz appeared on Meet the Press this Sunday to essentially spread conspiracy theories that have been debunked about Ukraine. Um, He claimed without evidence that Ukraine blatantly interfered in the 2016 election. We have a clip of that. Chuck, let me point out a game that the media is playing. You know, a question that that you've asked a number of people is you've you've said to senators sort of aghast, do you believe that Ukraine and not Russia interfered in the election? Now that that in, in, in a court of law would be struck as a misleading question. Of course, Russia interfered in our election. Nobody looking at the evidence disputes that. A lot well, of the people dispute that. Yeah, the president does. Uh, look, n- it, on the evidence, Russia clearly interfered in our, ev- in our election. But here's the game the media is playing. Because Russia interfered, the media pretends nobody else did. Ukraine blatantly interfered in our election. The sitting ambassador from Ukraine wrote an op-ed blasting Donald you know Trump why? during the election season. Do you know season. why he did that? That is what did unusual. Donald, what, did Donald Trump, what did Donald Trump as a candidate say about Ukraine and Crimea during the election that might have so, inspired so you're the ambassador? they had disagreements with no, Donald Trump and I, they wanted Hillary saying, Clinton to get elected. Okay, so they wrote an op-ed. I'll tell you, a wrote Ukrainian an op-ed. parliamentarian. That is the difference. What you're a, saying a, a, is you're saying a pickpocket which essentially is a Hill op-ed compared to Bernie Madoff and Vladimir Putin. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly right. Like, okay, so someone wrote an op-ed. We're talking about a a sophisticated hacking Mm -hmm. operation Mm -hmm. that was used to spread misinformation. Like, uh, Also, just going back, Fiona Hill, Trump's own top Russia expert, testified... Merely a week and a half ago, yeah. that the impe- during the impeachment inquiry, that the idea that Russia, that Ukraine meddled in the 2016 election is a fictional narrative peddled by the Russians themselves mm-hmm. to try and take heat off of what they very clearly did. Putin has outright said, I'm really happy they're talking about Ukraine because it's taking a lot of pressure off of us. Yes. And, you know, New York Times reported just a few weeks ago that American intelligence professionals have informed senators and their aides that Russia has engaged in a lengthy campaign to essentially frame Ukraine for Russia's 2016 election attack. So, like, Ted Cruz, in this instance, knows knows he knows explicitly because he has been told by government officials that ukraine that he is doing putin's bidding by spreading this information but he doesn't care because he knows that this shit is about to come to the senate Mm -hmm. and he's gearing up for his big time in this like in the spotlight during this Senate hearing. So he's, you know, he's practicing. Ted Cruz and the GOP are doing free PR for Putin Basically. and for Russia. Yes. It's like when I know that I have a really big stand-up show that I'm, like, really excited about, I'll do a couple minor shows and, like, practice my bits mm. and stuff like that and, like, 
get get a couple of reps in. That's like what Ted Cruz is doing now because he's getting ready to make this argument on the big stage. Yeah. That is the impeachment inquiry, which is so fucked because, again, they have been told explicitly by American intelligence professionals that Russia is trying to frame Ukraine for this scenario. It's wild to see what's happening these days with the GOP and um, the, the president in general and just like their followers because everyone else is wrong but them. You know, yeah. it's the CIA is wrong. The FBI is wrong. The, you know, our allies, internet, like intelligence communities yeah. are wrong. The media is wrong. Just your word for it is what you are taking. You're not even like you don't even back up your th- your their their claims with no. any evidence at all. It's a conspiracy between um, it's all of tech, all of the mm-hmm. intelligence communities, every country in the world. It's mm-hmm. all a conspiracy to make it seem like Donald Trump who has been a criminal his entire life is continuing on in his criminality. And it's like okay, if Ukraine is so corrupt and why we're so we ask them to investigate Joe Biden's son and Joe Biden and Burisma, why didn't they ask our own, you know, American like investigative intelligence communities to look into this? It doesn't yeah. make any sense at all. Right? Like, couldn't we have investigated this stuff at home if there was a real actual exactly. crime that had been committed? But what he wanted was and it's it's been laid out by everyone all he wanted was for president zelensky to go on tv and say they were investigating hunter biden mm-hmm. that's all he wanted he didn't give two shits if an investigation actually happened what he didn't he didn't care if they started investigating privately but didn't announce it all he cared about was the announcement of an investigation which he could then use yeah as a political weapon in the 2020 election. And this is all very damaging to Ukraine, which has always enjoyed bipartisan support um, from the Americans. And so for Republicans to permanently position Ukraine as, as, as an adversary in any way compromises our support for them during a time of intense Russia, Russian aggression. Like we've said, Russia has annexed Crimea. Um, Ukrainian president and Russian president are set to have a meeting today where now Zelensky enters in a weaker position, even before, even weaker than he was before. Exactly. All of this. The whole, the, everything that like, like one of Ukraine's biggest chips in negotiating with a fucking Russia, which is their giant crazy neighbor Uh (laughs) is that they were like, well, we also actually have a giant crazy cousin who's like. Mm-hmm. In the like the U.S. and they will beat you up yeah. if you beat us up, you yeah, know exactly. And now Putin's like, no, they're not going to. Yeah, they're my <laughs> they're my friend now too. Yeah, exactly. Like actually, I I actually went to summer camp with your cousin, yeah. and now we're friends, <laughs> exactly. and so you have no one, uh-huh. and we actually get along really well, and we have yeah. a lot of the same interests, and we play games together. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so it's like, ah. Uh, and our con- and our conversations are private. Yeah, exactly. No one will ever know. So it seems like Trump will definitely be impeached in the House. Um, yeah, one of the Republicans' last surviving defenses is that impeachment is so somber and so horrible for the nation that should it go forward in a bipartisan manner, it shouldn't go forward at all. Um. um so basically, they're like, if it's not. If there isn't overwhelming bipartisan support, we shouldn't do it because impeachment is such a enormous task. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't know if that we could be any further divided than we are right now. Yeah, and I also just like, yeah, in a perfect world, a president as blatantly committing crimes as they have in this situation, mm-hmm. there would be bipartisan support for impeachment a la Nixon or whatever. But um, I genuinely don't believe that there is anything mm-hmm. that can be done that would make a majority of Republicans in the Senate vote for him to be impeached I mean or the house like they're all just playing to Trump's base which is that 30% of people they're not even playing to the majority of Americans because the majority of Americans actually are in favor of Mm -hmm. the impeachment and think that what Trump did is wrong so they're literally only focused on Uncle Grandpa yeah Uncle (laughs) Grandpa they're only focused on the beliefs of Uncle Grandpa and as we know you cannot count on Uncle Grandpa I don't it, the, the crazy thing is, is Trump has explicitly said the things that are the crimes, that are the yeah. impeachable offenses. He's gone on live television, said, I think China should investigate the Bidens. Yeah. I think Ukrainians should investigate the Bidens, which is clearly trying to get a foreign power, a foreign government to interfere in our 2020 elections. That's what this whole thing is really mm-hmm. all about. We are trying to protect the integrity of our democratically elected officials and our yeah. election processes. And what Republicans continuously do is like, even just this past week, you know, the, the voting, the, the, the voting to reconfirm the voting rights act, you know what I mean? It's like most Republicans did not vote for it where it was unanimous, basically support like 10 years ago, every time they went to reinforce that law. Yeah. And so they just want people to vote and they want people to be disenfranchised and they don't want people to care because I was talking to people about this and they're like, I'm just so over it. I'm just so over it. I don't mm-hmm. care. I'm like, that's how they want you to feel. I know. They want you to be like disengaged and, you know, because Republicans know that the more people who vote, the less likely they are to win. And they, it's just so sad. Like it actually genuinely makes me sad because we're just at a place where there's one party that is literally like we want to win no matter no matter the cost. It doesn't I, matter if we tear down the fabric of what it means to be um, um, what this country was built on. It doesn't matter if we rip the Constitution we're supposedly obsessed with to shreds. <laughs> it doesn't matter if all of us know that this person is unfit for office uh-huh. because he's on our team. We will not. I just truly really understand, you know, why they don't try and shift to make themselves more popular with more people. You know what I mean? Like. As opposed to, you know, demonizing minorities and other groups. Why wouldn't you try and reach out to them and have them get your support? Or also I like... No, but they've won with the stuff that they've done. I mean, they got yeah. the big prize. They've got this monstrous fool in the, in the White House. They have the Senate. And they have a grip on a very small subsect of the population that's really, really powerful because of the way that the Electoral College works and stuff. And they're hedging their bets on just maintaining such an iron grip on that those people that they can squeak out wins and they don't have to change. Well, they I, don't need the majority of Americans to stay in power, which is like a whole other, which is so crazy because that's like yeah. what our whole government is supposed to be. But Hillary Clinton won by three million votes and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. All that matters is that they get these key states and they move these numbers around and da da da. Like they play this little math game. That's all that really matters. And that's what's so, I feel like what has been laid so bare and is so crazy to me. 
we are in a position for, you know, the next two presidential elections where the Democrat could get the popular vote again and yeah. still lose. It absolutely could happen again. Mm-hmm. Our a lot of the current candidates are all on. If you do a national poll, they all beat Trump. And then if you go state by state, it's fucking tough. Yeah. He's really competitive in Wisconsin. He's competitive in Arizona. Pe- in Arizona, you were just looking mm-hmm. that he, he beats right now. He's beating every single person mm-hmm. in Arizona. Wisconsin is tight, tight, tight. He like it's, you know, razor's edge over there. Pennsylvania razor's edge like it is. He could do the. It's not just about him being unpopular. He could do the same thing again. Totally. Like his path to two seventy is the same. Yeah. And if he just keeps a lock on that, I oof. just really hope people are so un like so so over this Trump stuff. Yeah. Trump fatigue syndrome. I feel like is so real for both sides yes. of the aisle. <laughs> this yeah. like this like constant barrage of fucking bullshit of light bulbs and toilets and. Then, you know, Kurdish allies being murdered. It's just like, oh, my God. Like, can we all just, like, take a breath and not think about the president for every fucking waking moment of our lives? And I do feel like, ultimately, we always talk. I mean, there are all these conversations about electability. Who's it going to be? Da-da-da. And I really feel like whoever the candidate is from the Democrats, their biggest strengths will be making people feel like if I was president, it'll just feel more normal again. Yeah. Like you'll actually, you'll be able to breathe. It's Uh not a constant, there's not some scary, crazy shit going on every week with the government shutdown or impeachment happening or another trial or he's, we're bombing, whatever. Like it's, it's just going to feel normal again. And I think, I feel like you can't underestimate how powerful it would be. Like that feeling would be for people. Yeah. And that's what I think. Um, moving on. Moving on. Um, so last week, you guys probably heard, but a gunman opened fire at a naval base in Pensacola. The shooter killed three sailors and injured eight others um, in the second deadly attack on a U.S. naval base within a week, which is mm-hmm. crazy. Uh, the shooter was a 21-year-old second lieutenant in the Royal Saudi Air Force and a student naval flight officer. He was in the U.S. as a part of a foreign military training program, which is not so outrageous. Yeah. A lot of other, I mean, the idea, the fact that he's from Saudi Arabia might be a little bit more, you know, why? But the um, the idea of like, you know, foreign people, foreign soldiers coming here to train is not as outrageous. Yeah, he was actually part of 852 Saudi nationals that were in the U.S. like for military training. So. Not so crazy. He'd been training at the base for two years. Obviously, now that this has happened, Trump has already said he's going to review policies on foreign military people training Mm -hmm. in the U.S. And they're already the FBI is already investigating this shooter as an act of terrorism. So it's just interesting to see how quickly people work when the shooter is a foreign person. Yeah. Um, (laughs) He had tweets and apparently railed against the U.S. support of Israel and for purported crimes against Muslims, including the detention of suspects in Guantanamo Bay. Um, But yeah, like you said, it is interesting that this, you know, obviously it would get attention either way. Yeah, I'm not saying like they shouldn't look into it this way. It's just I would love to see some of this energy. Like it's like. 
it's one of those things where it's like, okay, so one person does this and now they're reviewing all these policies and looking at how he got his gun and like all this stuff. And it's like, I would love if one of these active shooters who went into a school, they'd be like, hmm, well, maybe we should think about if people should yeah. be able to have a gun at school. I think this is this is another crazy, like, you know, right after the El Paso and Dan shootings, which happened back to back, we heard all of these talks about, you know, background checks and looking into all these laws. And we now know that they that tr- Trump has specifically said he was going to look into it. And I remember talking to other, you know, Republicans yeah. and conservatives and they were like, yeah, totally. Something's got to change. Nothing has happened yet yeah. again. Well, he's looking into toilets. He's looking into toilets so, and light bulbs that doesn't make him look like a fucking nacho. So we can have 100 shootings a day in the United States. We can't get a gun <sighs> thing on the agenda but Donald Trump can't flush the toilet like a yeah. couple times and he's like we're looking into toilets it's so, just interesting to and me. there has been criticism that the US still trains members of Saudi military at the same time it's facing credible accusations of repeated human rights abuses in Yemen um, we even voted to condemn Saudi Arabia's actions in Yemen um, they're killing civilians bombing indiscriminately Um King Salman said the shoot. However, the Saudi Arabia has responded, and King Salman said the shooter in no way, shape, or form represents the fe- feelings of the Saudi people. Um, apparently, he called Trump to send condolences right away. I'm sure uh, the <clears throat> crown prince also just like WhatsApped Jared and yeah. was like, "Oh, like sad emoji." And you know, so there was also these one or two other Saudi nationals who have been detained. Apparently, one of them filmed it, or both of them filmed it. It's unclear. Um, and it's also unclear if they had prior knowledge to it. Um, the Saudi-U.S. relationship is already strained um, because our intelligence communities and the CIA has concluded that the kingdom's leaders ordered the attack last year on Jamal Khashoggi, and that's the Saudi uh, crown prince and de facto ruler, Mohammed bin Salman, was complicit. Um, Trump's White House is very slow to criticize Saudi Arabia yeah. because it because it's the only regional power able to counter Iran. Also, we sell weapons to them, despite yeah. you know the fact and that I just like, mentioned the human like rights abuses in Yemen. Personal financial holdings over there too. Yeah. like it. Like Jared is like doing business over there. Oh yeah. So it's it's another thing where like our intelligence community is saying one thing, but mysteriously for some reason the White House it doesn't believe that they, thing. They hung out like on a boat on a yacht together yeah. in like the south of France. Yeah, it's crazy. And then they were just like playing like you know they were basically playing Risk or Axis and Allies, but with like actually humans and like <laughs> yeah. the real world. Yes, indeed, and it is a game to them. <laughs> it is people like that. It's a game to them. We all dread the what should we have for dinner question. I mean, I know I do. I love a home-cooked meal, but I don't always have the time, energy, or groceries to make it happen. Being able to feast on a delicious meal without the long prep and cook times is what drew me to Home Chef over the other guys. Home Chef's meals are effortless, so I can spend less time trying to be Top Chef and more time watching it. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. 
Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, or quick microwave meals that assemble in minutes, Home Chef has you covered for delicious meals without the hassle. Home Chef has over 30 options a week and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you never have to worry about what to make ahead of time. Not only is it convenient, but it's economical too. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering our listeners 18 free meals plus free dessert for life and and of course, free shipping on your first box. Just go to homechef.com slash fever dream. That's homechef.com slash fever dream for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. You heard that right. Homechef.com slash fever dream must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. All right, should we get into one more thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Been a while since we've had a scary uh, abortion law story, but fear not because Ohio is here to ring in the new with a new scary abortion law. Um, Okay. Ohio's legislators last month introduced a measure that would create a new felony called abortion murder, making people who have performed abortions subject to life in prison. The bill was introduced last month. It's 723 pages long, and it creates this new crime called aggravated abortion murder. It's just like, let's just think of how many like triggering words you can yeah. put into one let's sentence. Make, this is the scariest thing ever. Yeah. Um, and basically what aggravated abortion murder, this new crime is, is um, you can be found guilty of it if you purposefully perform an abortion while committing or attempting to commit a kidnapping, rape, aggravated, aggravated arson, arson, robbery, burglary, and other crimes. I just, I don't understand. So what this- I don't understand <laughs> even how that. So you, you, you run in. Yeah. You set the house on um, fire. Yeah. And, then and you start you, taking some things. You rob them and yeah. then you perform an abortion. I don't. I truly do not understand. Or do understand. you perform the abortion and then you light their house and on fire? Let, yeah, I don't know. And steal everything. Um, These are the questions I have. Um, but most people, abortion rights advocates, their fear is that what it is actually going to be used to do is charge women and doctors mm-hmm. who perform abortions with this very intense crime. Um, it also includes a provision that suggests doctors should attempt to Reimplant an ectopic pregnancy in a patient's uterus. Um, an ectopic pregnancy is when the fetus migrates into the fallopian tubes and starts developing there. It is a medical emergency for the mother. Yeah, I know. Like, I know people who have had that, and it's really, really serious. Yeah, it needs to be dealt with immediately. It is a medical emergency, and 
the procedure of reimplantation actually does not exist. It is not a thing. Medical experts say it is not possible. <laughs> so that's it's just a fake thing that they made up. And it's really this is really alarming for women in Ohio because there is an exception with doctors for doctors to perform an abortion in order to save the patient's life. But the exception says that doctors must take all possible steps to preserve the life of the unborn child, including this reimplantation pr- procedure. So it's like someone's having a medical emergency mm-hmm. and now a doctor in order to not get charged with aggravated abortion murder. For, mm-hmm. So they can go to jail for life. They have to pretend to do a fake procedure on someone who's having a medical emergency so that they, like like when time is of the essence, yeah. I'm not a doctor, but I feel like inserting a literal fake procedure into the middle of someone's medical emergency is not great for women's health care. Well, also like I'm, I feel like it makes people scared to go to the doctor in their own state. You know, yes. like, I'm sure a lot of people would be like, well, I need to go to this other place. I need to go to like, I don't know, another neighboring state. Sorry, I don't have great geography skills right now. Yeah. Um, What's next to Ohio? What is next to Ohio? (laughs) (laughs) West Ohio. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, South Ohio. Yes. Um, Yeah, I'm sure that people will be more likely to, you know, try and wait out something that could potentially be, you know, really dangerous. Right? It's like, what if you feel like you're having an ectopic pregnancy, but you're worried about this law and what's going to happen to you if you go to the doctor so you don't (laughs) handle your medical emergency fast enough? What if someone, like, how is this, how does a law like this apply to someone who's just like straight up having a miscarriage? Like, it's, it's just really bad for women's health and really, really scary. And I think we're going to see a lot more laws like this trying to be pushed through because this next session of the Supreme Court is coming up and it's a really conservative court and they've already taken on some abortion bills. So, yeah. Hooray. Well, we'll see. All right, guys. I think that brings us to the end. Uh, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. You're listening to episodes. You're not subscribed. What's that about? Yeah. That's crazy. How does it even work? How, what, why? How did you find us? <laughs> um, also, don't forget to review by the end of the month to be entered to win an Apple Watch. Just send a DM to Betch Us Up on Instagram, and Amanda will make sure that you are entered. Also, yes. subscribe to the newsletter so you can be entered twice. Yeah. And I write it. Elise and writes I, it. I, I put fun news in there that sometimes we can't get to on the pod. It's you know, hilarious. There was something about a $120,000 banana today that was mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so get into it. And guys, until the end of democracy, I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast. Betches.